0: Welcome back to the Get Unstuck and On Target podcast. I'm Mike O'Neill with Bench Builders, and we help companies solve the people problems that are slowing their growth and hurting their profits. Joining me today is Todd Aaron. He's the founder of Numerous Capital. If you're a professional service provider, you're going to find this episode of particular interest. Numerous Capital understands that your potential clients want to obtain your high-ticket professional services or products. They want them now, but they might need some help overcoming budgetary constraints. It's Todd and his team who offers their clients a new way to purchase your high-ticket professional services and products. And they do that by providing a, an affordable fixed monthly payment plan without having them make any upfront investment. This is a topic I've never have had a guess on and because I've never had someone who has expertise like Todd until today. Welcome, Todd. Hi there, Mike. It's a pleasure to be with you today. So let me elaborate a little bit. For those who know, um, as host of this, um, our business is uh, in the service sector. Uh, we sell services. Some of the services we sell are high-ticket items. What caught my attention about you um, is that you are doing something that listeners might not even realize could apply to them we know that you go to certain places they offer financing but what you've opened my eyes to is that you could make available financing to a wide variety of industries people who are selling services and products and the list is pretty long Am I correct that that you are a third generation of offering uh, financing services to clients?
1: Yes, uh, that's correct. So in 1932, my grandfather had eight or nine radio stores. The depression hit um, and he closed up shop. He Mm. saw how well people paid during bad times and he thought the result would probably be better in good times. And so he began buying other companies receivables and collecting on them. Um, And then uh, my experience is that uh, as a third generation owner operator of a consumer finance company, um, I ran that business uh, with my father for uh, 22 years. My father had uh, the privilege of running the business for 55 years, both with myself and my grandfather. And today uh, we essentially do the same thing uh, that you know we did back in 1932, just with more bells and whistles and more IT technology. It's so unusual to talk to somebody who
0: is third generation of a business, but a third generation of a, a business that has changed dramatically. You mentioned technology. Um, how has technology helped you and your company, Numerous Capital? What Doors has that opened for, for you and your business for clients?
1: Well, it, it's made the business scalable. Um, our company uh, was a great American finance company, was FinTech before the term was coined. Uh, and we built a $2 million plus loan origination system uh, that automated all of our uh, credit application inflow As well as putting algorithms against the credit department to standardize our credit offerings to our customers, and got us to a point where uh, we were providing as many as 3,500 credit application decisions a week. Goodness. So,
0: could you provide some examples? The first thing we're going to be talking about is. The service that you offer which would be customer financing. We will probably get into some other services, but kind of set the stage: the scope of kinds of folks that you can help. What what are they doing, and, and and give us an idea of the range that could ever very well be.
1: Sure. So at Numeris Capital, we look for businesses uh, that are that are in need of customer financing. Uh, as an expansion to really unlock their full sales channel and capability. Um, What we know from experience is the cash sale is typically less than the finance sale. And finance sales on average are approximately 30%, 35% higher than cash sales. And so uh, just the way you have folks in the real estate industry Uh, that are providing mortgages so that people can buy homes. And likewise, you have lenders in the auto industry so that uh, car dealerships, loans on cars, and people can purchase those cars. We know that offering customers uh, terms to make payment, uh, be it 12 months, 24 months, 36, 48, uh, 60, 72, 84, et cetera, um, all lowers the payment, makes it affordable for customers and allows both the merchant and the customer to match their monthly payment to their budget and purchase either high ticket professional services or good. I got you. So for our conversation,
0: just so I can kind of keep a sense of focus, I'm going to be thinking that the listener might own a business and that some of their services would fit that definition of kind of a high ticket uh, purchase. And that there may be a well-qualified person who wants it, but simply can't afford it. And this is really giving a service provider something they may never had before. And that is, would you be interested in possibly financing this? Help me with the verbiage. If a, a provider like myself, as you know, we do coaching and training, and if we're talking to a client who owns a business and they say, oh, I really wanna do this, I wanna do it now, but how would that conversation take place? How would, how would I engage that potential client to make known of the availability of numerous capital?
1: Yes, Mike, and the answer to that is, uh, in dialoguing with the customer, every customer that or every prospect that is essentially shopping with a merchant has some level of interest in converting and becoming a buyer. Um, and so what the, what the merchant or the business typically finds out is that the customer has uh, the resources to make that cash purchase or... They've got budgetary constraints that are keeping them from making that purchase with you today um, or with any business. And the whole idea is about accelerating the sales cycle time for people. And by offering customer financing to customers, it will accelerate that sales cycle and it will overcome uh, the conversation that businesses have where they find out that there's a budgetary constraint. Or their sticker shock preventing the, the conversion of that sale from somebody shopping to somebody buying. You provided me
0: some information that, that kind of listed the types of companies, the kinds of services that have taken advantage of this, and it's very far ranging. Um, can you list, just off the top of your heads, the types of folks who have said by making numerous capital available, what what would that include beyond the obvious?
1: Yeah. So um, our abilities extend to financing both high ticket professional services as well as high ticket professional goods. Um, So it could be um, a furniture store where people are Making their purchases if you walk in and somebody wants to buy an appliance or a bedroom set, or what uh, we give particular focus to is the professional services world. So it's not uncommon uh, that we could be supporting a law firm, a CPA firm, uh, companies that are doing tax preparation work, people in the coaching and consulting industry. So Situations where there's not hard collateral behind the loan, unlike a mortgage where you have the real estate or a car where an auto loan where you have the car behind it. Uh, We have a team of lenders uh, that we have the ability to uh, process credit applications through that are willing to look at. Essentially, no collateral loans that are based strictly on the personal credit of the individual's be trying to make the purchase. Gotcha. Um, I don't know if this is relevant or not.
0: I was in the dentist chair yesterday. What brought me there was tooth pain. (laughs) They worked me in. I had the dental appointment and he said, Mike, I hate to tell you this, but I think you're going to need a root canal. Now, I can do a root canal, but you probably don't want me to do it you probably want a root canal specialist would you be interested in seeing if we can get you in to see that specialist now bear in mind i had literal pain and i've said of course i was so fortunate they got me in that day this was yesterday i'm in a second chair and sure enough they came and the is it intodontist i'm not sure that's the right term but uh, they did all the things, the x-rays. And sure enough, Mike, yes, you do need a root canal. Um, when would you like to do it? And my, of course, my response was, can you do it now? Because I was I was then and still am in a little bit of pain. The reality is they're going to do it tomorrow. But they basically said, tomorrow, we need you to be able to pay this amount. And they didn't really give any payment plan options. Um, uh, if we don't have dental insurance, you got to pay basically cash on hand. And in this case, if you want your tooth to stop hurting, you got to put up fifteen hundred dollars. I'd be kind of curious. They have a captive audience. You your mouth hurts. You've got to get it fixed. I suspect most people figure out how to make that happen. But it just occurred to me, knowing that you and I are going to be recording this podcast today, is I'm just kind of curious. If they had that offer available, would that give their patience, a little more peace of mind that I don't have to put all this money up front.
1: Absolutely. And that's a great question, Mike. Um, and so what happens in that situation? Um, like you've mentioned, they've got the the customer right there. The customer, you know, is looking for a way to, you know, to buy those services and solve that problem. Um, the customer has the if they have the availability, they can pay by cash. If they don't have the availability, they may turn to their credit cards. Or uh, what makes the financing very compelling is that in many cases, people don't want to put the expenses on their credit card and use up or exhaust their credit card availability. And so they will uh, utilize uh, customer financing as an independent source to make the purchase. and and receive the professional services. Um, For us, uh, we have uh, access to a FinTech platform with 35 plus lenders on it. um, And those lenders will service the entire FICO range score. So they will provide financing to the best FICO score customers. Uh, And then there's also uh, several subprime lenders on the platform, and then there are what we call, and we refer to those as second look lenders, and then there are what we call tertiary or third look lenders, which will charge a higher discount rate, uh, but will essentially approve 100% of the applications. And so it's incredibly valuable to merchants and businesses as they go to monetize their entire foot traffic of customers that are segmented by credit worthiness.
0: One thing that kind of caught my attention is I'm just going to interject myself into that. So if I had a prospective client who said, I want to do business with you, I would like to take advantage of your resource through your friends at Numerous Capital. But once that's handed off to, to them, It's pretty much between them and your firm and your platform but when approved with the assumption is they'll be approved that means that me you call you might call me the vendor but i would get paid immediately that that's absolutely correct which is important to know and that is rather than payment plans it gets me out of the uh invoicing business um and i get my money up front if i could be so brazen and how I said that.
1: that. That's correct. And so um, we have access to both this lending platform as well as lenders that we have built up uh, and become familiar with over the tenure of our experience in this vertical. And so we have specialty lenders um, in different uh, servicing different industries. And so uh, we have uh, dental lenders that focus uh, specifically on uh, uh, the dental industry. We have lenders that focus on um, periodontics and doing dental implants and other more complex and costly procedures. Um, And so we can generally find a fit for every merchant's business for the type of product or service that they're selling. And what we know to be the, the 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 case is that selling on monthly payment overcomes that sticker shock Mm -hmm. and it allows for uh, maximizing the customer's purchasing power. So um, if you were to consider, you know, uh, uh, dental procedure and it was an amount in excess that you have money to cover, uh, we could find a lender that would put a program together. Uh, With the business to make those procedures happen like clockwork uh, when the customer has a budgetary constraint. You know, we've
0: talked about the, I guess you'd call it consumer finance, and how this can be broadened far more than I ever realized. And that's one thing I want to make sure that our listeners were aware of. Um, this being a vertical for your business, you've got another vertical, and that is for those businesses that accept credit cards. Um, I think you've referred to it as zero cost credit card processing. Can you tell us what that means?
1: Yes, absolutely. And I'm going to step back for just one brief moment to talk about the sales finance, mm-hmm. of professional services, or purchase of goods. Um, as you mentioned. Um, One of the solutions that it offers or the benefits that it offers is that it extricates the business or the merchant, you in this example, from being in the billing and collection business, um, which is really critically important because it returns that core competency time back to you to perform more procedures um, or sell more goods uh, as opposed to the being in stuck with the administrative overhead of billing and collecting. And it also does something very important for you, which is it deleverages any risk that you have in carrying those receivables yourself. So the finance programs, many of them can be set up as non-recourse back to a business so that if a borrower, uh, fails to pay and defaults on the loan, there's no recourse back to the business as you've been paid up front. And so that's vastly important to many of the businesses that, that, you know, we interact with, they want to be paid for the services or paid for the goods. And then they want to be done and have nothing to do with the collections. So on the revenue side with the revenue lever, um, sales finance and providing customer financing to businesses is critical to increasing sales uh, and maximizing your sales as it typically drives a higher ticket purchase. Uh, but then on the expense side of the of the ledger, we also uh, do credit card processing deployments and they can be done in two different ways. Um, they're either done with standard uh, credit card processing, where the merchant incurs the fee for accepting payment by credit card, or uh, we have great affinity for deploying what we call zero-cost credit card processing or surcharging services, where that fee to accept payment by credit card is passed on to the customer um, uh, for the election of, of making payment by credit card. And in this respect, there are always free uh, channels for that customer to make payment to a business or a merchant, uh, which will include uh, paying by debit card or ACH uh, or paying by check. But if the if the customer wants the business, in essence, subsidize their frequent flyer miles or their cash back miles, that high cost of credit interchange fees will be paid for by the customer. It typically amounts to three and a half percent that's passed back to the customer. um, And it changes that whole value proposition for the merchant. Um, So heretofore, if they've been utilizing standard credit card processing, where the business or the merchant incurs the fee to make payment by credit card, Uh, The value proposition is sell $100, keep 96 to 98 cents on the dollar because of the cost of those interchange fees. Um, And with the zero cost credit card processing, it flips that paradigm to become sell $100, keep $100 for all payments made by credit card. Essentially, what it does is it waterfalls that two to 4% of the interchange fees back to a business's bottom line with the value being that it either puts more money in the owner's pocket, alternatively, it can provide that owner with uh, those additional resources um, to make additional uh, capital investments into their business or hire more staff to grow sales. So with the compression you know, from the pandemic, uh, on profit margins, it's a great way to kind of level the playing field um, and, and kind of uh, plump up your bottom line by no longer uh, incurring those fees to accept payment by credit card.
0: I got you. Um, as we've been talking and, and we've talked through a variety of, of potential scenarios, you've already pretty much answered this question in part. And the question is, could you share examples where either you or a client got stuck and how did you help them get unstuck? So you've already kind of shared with us in part, it could very well be that the client has folks that they want to do business with, but those people just can't afford that high ticket item. So I see you're making that available from a financing standpoint. And you've also pointed out the, the value of looking at credit card processing and that there are some options. What well, might be some other ways that you have helped yourself or helped others get unstuck?
1: Yeah, so that's a, that's a great example. It comes uh, either uh, proactively or reactively um, in, for both sales in the sales finance, customer finance world, as well as the credit card processing world. Um, typically, the in the arena of providing customer financing, um, either somebody you know somebody's got a sale, they've got a buyer, uh, but the buyer needs financing to close that sale. So reactively, uh, people will find us and we'll jump in and get them onboarded with our lenders, and they'll receive you know. Uh, On our lending platform, the platform will deliver anywhere from an approval, anywhere from a couple hundred dollars up to a hundred thousand dollars, anywhere from like a one-year term up to a seven-year term. Um, And so reactively, we will sometimes be called in to solve like a burning issue where there's a business or a merchant and they need the financing to close the sale. Mm -hmm. Alternatively, We do a lot of, you know, uh, soft selling with prospects uh, where we put in their minds the full capabilities that we have to offer financing. Um, In some cases, it can be um, providing same as cash options or no interest financing for periods of time, Um, or it can be about getting them a better deal with lower terms, lower APRs um longer terms etc financing and so we're constantly uh talking to companies about how to improve their financing stack um with the lenders that we can bring to the table um and then the zero cost credit card processing or the standard credit card processing um uh, is really like a the the sister uh, component or the second side of that consumer finance coin, um, it's really the same conversation that we're having, whether it's uh, increasing a company's sales or eliminating or reducing their expenses. Um, you did
0: a really great job of kind of summarizing how those two, what on the surface might appear to be unrelated, how they very much are complementary. Um, uh, and so i I appreciate you kind of walking us through how that can help your clients or help the customers of your clients, um, uh, come out ahead. That's pretty cool. You know, Todd, we've talked about some pretty technical stuff here, but as you kind of look back on this conversation we've had today, what do you want our viewers and listeners to have as takeaways?
1: You know, that's a great question, Mike. And I think that I think the best answer on the sales finance side is that offering customer finance um, can be done for virtually any type of business. And it's critically important. There's no reason to be out in the field or or in this space doing business and not having both clubs in your bags, the club where you can close a cash sale and the resources available to sell on financing terms to your customers. We know it increases the sale. Uh, We know that it expedites the sale. We know that it deleverages risk off of the business uh, or the merchant, as well as eliminates the overhead of billing and collecting. Uh, If I could get any one point communicated to your listeners uh in respect to the sales finance it's really that uh offering customer financing uh allows you to generate more leads with that you're able to tag your advertising with it uh, so that you're maximizing your return on investment for your advertising spend it lowers your cost of customer acquisition as you're able to close more sales Um, and and that closing of more sales is what's key. So if you have both resources available to you, um, you know, it, it, there's no good not using both. You wanna be able to service uh, the customers kind of like Baskin-Robbins 31 Flavors. If they wanna finance, you wanna be able to satisfy them. If they wanna sell by cash, On cash terms, you want to be able to accept those payments. And likewise, in the credit card merchant processing world, uh, we're constantly doing uh, free cost savings analyses for businesses. And we evaluate what the costs are for them with their current incumbent credit card processor. And then we'll do a side-by-side comparison for free, which will showcase what the costs would be if they run uh, standard credit card processing programs through us, or if they, what the cost savings would look like uh, if they offered the zero cost credit card processing to their customers. And so we've been able to, uh, in many cases, lower the standard credit card processing costs for a business. Um, It can be up to 30, 40, 50%, depending on how they're set up today. Um, and in the sales finance world, uh, we've been able, you know, oftentimes to increase company sales by more than 35%. Wow,
0: that's significant. I know we started this podcast by pointing out that the topic that we just discussed can get technical pretty fast, but I also know Um, that you've got resources to explain things, particularly your online resources with your website. Todd, if folks want to learn more about what is it we've been talking about, what is the best way for them to reach out to you?
1: So the best way for them to reach out to me, Mike, uh, they can always reach me on my cell phone at 312-953-1769. They can get me on email at todd dot aaron at numeruscapital.net that's t o d d dot a a r o n the at sign and then n u m e r u s c a p i t a l dot net or they can visit uh, www.numeruscapital.net good we're going to include
0: all of those contact informations in the show notes so if you're driving you said i didn't get that number don't worry about it it will be in the show notes. Todd, we met in a community um, whereas I was made aware of your your services. And I think someone introduced us um, and said, you know, Mike, you're in you're in the business that maybe Todd can help. That's how you and I started this conversation. I've learned a lot from spending time with you today. Thank you for sharing your expertise. It's my pleasure. I also wanna thank our listeners for joining us today. If you'd like to subscribe to this podcast, simply type unstuck.show in your browser. This will give you access to all the major services, including Apple, Google, and Spotify. But while you're there, you can also subscribe to our weekly management blog called The Bottom Line. So if you are a business leader and you're trying to grow your business, but people problems, have slowed you down, let's talk. Head over to bench-builders.com and schedule a call. I wanna thank you for joining us and I hope you have picked up on some tips from Todd. They'll help you get unstuck and on target. Until next time.